and welcome back to the Deviant Kitty Experience. This is Deviant Kitty here. I want to take the time to give a shout out to everybody in the Deviant Nation for listening to this podcast today. This podcast is going to be a little serious. It's a, this is a big topic, um, so I'm just going to go ahead and start. So I got a call today from a friend of mine. We have a mutual friend, and she told me some juicy gossip. And basically, so me and this friend have a mutual friend. The mutual friend contacted my friend who called me and said that she was sleeping with somebody. The person that she's sleeping with has a fiance. I hope you got that. And she was like, I didn't know what to do with this information. I needed to tell somebody. At this point in time, I'm like, what? I'm like, are you serious? She goes, I have all the... I have the proof. I was like, well, I'm going to have to see this later because I can't believe it. And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is horrible because I know everybody involved in this situation. And I feel like I should say something. But is it really my place to say anything? I know that if something if if one of my friends knew that the guy that I was seeing was cheating on me, I would want to know, like, for sure. Tell me so we can have a conversation. And this has been bothering me all day today. It's like, should I say something? But it's really not my business. I don't want to start any drama because the evidence was not presented to me. It was presented to someone else. And the the other person promised the person that gave her the information that she wasn't going to say anything. So it's like, like, ah, what do you do at that point in time? If you say something, are you a snitch? I mean, are you, like, a rat? Like, I don't, you know, but that's not a situation that you need to keep, like, you know, if if you don't want anybody knowing that you're doing some shady-ass bullshit, then don't fucking tell nobody. And it, and, it, and it boggles my mind that this is even happening. So, you know, I'm gonna lay it down for you guys, you know, for you men and women real quick. Ladies, I'm gonna give away a little bit of secrets. Well, at least my secrets. I can't speak for everybody. When you're in a relationship with somebody and you decide that you no longer are willing to be with that person and you feel that um, cheating is the, is the answer, then you need to leave. You need to break up with that person and you need to leave. If you still want to be with that person, then you need to sit that significant other down and you need to tell them, um, tell them that you are you have these these thoughts in your head and you would like to explore something like if like let's say i was dating somebody and i you know i thought okay i really want to sleep with this other person maybe i should sit down my significant other and be like hey these are the thoughts that i'm having and i really want to know what you think about them because i haven't acted on them yet but I really want you to know what's going on and how I feel and what I need out of this relationship. If he's not willing to do that for you, like bring another man into the relationship or even bring another female into the relationship, then he's not the person for you. Men are so scared to ask their significant other, hey, how would you feel about bringing another female in like for like one time? And if we like it, then maybe we can have a female come in every once in a while. You will be surprised what your significant other may say to you. You need to ask. The only thing that's going to happen is they're going to say no, and you're going to be right back where you were with no answers at all. And after seeing this situation, 
after hearing the situation, I should say, I was like, this, this still make no sense. I feel bad for the girl because she's a really nice girl. And I don't think she has no idea what the hell is going on. Like in my mind, you know, women have sex because they, they need to feel close. That's why, that's how women have sex. When they have sex with somebody, it's for the intimacy. Men walk around flailing their dicks everywhere and sticking in every wet hole they can get it in. And it's okay. You know, if a man goes out and sleeps with 10 women in a, in a week, he's, he's a okay dude. Yeah, bro, you did it. Oh, awesome. I need to learn from you. But the minute a woman goes out and starts, you know, fucking sleeping with 10 guys in a fucking week, she's a fucking whore. No, she's not a whore. She is comfortable enough with her body, and if she's protecting it and having sex the right way, she can sleep with as many men as she fucking wants to. That's nobody's fucking business. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about fucking cheating. Hold on. So, I understand what is going on because I've been cheated on twice. I was dating this guy, Ed, for a year and a half. And when we started dating, I settled for him. I settled for him because the person that I wanted to be with was with somebody else and had stopped talking to me. So I figured, okay, I'm never going to see this person again, so I might as well just find somebody because I didn't want to be alone. I didn't have very good self-esteem, so I was like, I'm just going to settle for this asshole. So, you know, I started to, to notice things that, you know, when we were, like, he took me to fucking Golden Corral like it was going out of style. Like, I hate Golden Corral. Like, I really do. That's, like, the worst buffet in the world to take anybody. I'd rather you take me to a Chinese buffet than a fucking Golden Corral. Ill. Even though all buffet food is mass-produced, I just don't like Golden Corral. You know, our first, and I'm really kind of ashamed to say this, our first Valentine's Day with me and Ed, we spent it in a hotel room. No lie, no joke. We spent it in a hotel room. And at that point in time, like, the side, one side of me was like, hello, he doesn't want to be seen with you. The other side is like, shh, shut up, shut up. You're settling. You're with a man who doesn't beat you, doesn't talk down to you, kind of takes care of you. Not necessarily like pay my bills, but kind of like takes you out and shit. So shh, you be quiet. That side is like, shh, be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. We're in a good thing. But in my mind, I knew I was settling. I knew I was just pushing back everything that was going on in the back of my mind. Because at this point in time, I thought, okay, no one else is going to want to be with me. Let me just go ahead and be with this person. So, you know, we started dating. And, you know, at one point in time, when we first started dating, he came over every single morning. He was there every single morning for hours on end. And then my friend's house that we were living in, her and her husband, her husband was in the army and they were coming back and they wanted to be back in their house. So we had to move. No problem. So I moved in with another friend. And that's when the visits got frequent. I barely saw him. I barely talked to him. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You know, that one side's like, the, the angel's like, oh, what the fuck's going on? The devil's like, shh, be quiet. Got a good thing going. Shh, be quiet. So, you know, I'm struggling in my mind between the good and the bad, like, this motherfucker is not right, and just be quiet because you're in a relationship. So, I started seeing him less and less and less, and one day he called me out of the blue. He's like, hey, do you want to come over? 
I'm literally right around the corner from your house. My friend owns a house and he's paying me to paint it because he's having people coming down who are going to rent it out from up north. I was like, yeah. I was like, yes, this is the time for me to spend time with my boyfriend and, you know, chit-chat and have lunch, whatever. So we spent the day painting, talking, you know, talking about just life and everything. And the motherfucker didn't give me any money. You know, how do you ask your girlfriend to come and help you paint but not give her any money? That just don't make no sense. But anyways, so here I am, you know, going to this to this house and we're painting and we're hanging out. We had sex in the house, of course, because, you know, that we're dating. Of course, we're going to have sex in the house. We're going to christen someone else's house. <laughs> um, So I leave. He gets this dog. Like a week later, and it's the cutest little puppy in the world. Oh my god, it was a German Shepherd Roddy mix. She was beautiful. And he asked me to babysit her while he went to work. She was so cute, so adorable. So, you know, we're still dating and everything. And, you know, our year anniversary came up, and he got me some shitty ass shit. Some shitty ass shit. And I was like, what the fuck is this? He got a card for our anniversary, but it was the wrong card. So he had a cross. Like, at this point in time, I was nitpicking everything that he was giving me and getting me. And I was like, but in my mind, you know, the angel was like, this is not the person you need to be with. And the devil on the other side was like, shh, we're in a relationship. We're not alone. Just be quiet. So it was like a constant back and forth in my mind. Like, should I say something? Should I confront him? And the other side was like, just be quiet. You're actually in a relationship and you're semi-happy, you know? You know, the sex was, the sex was horrible. I am not going to lie to you. I'm going to be blunt and honest. The sex was horrific. Like, that motherfucker was the selfish, most selfish lover I've ever had in my whole entire life. Like, for real selfish. Like, he got his and I'm just like... Uh, uh, you know, it was horrible, but I stayed because I settled because a person that I wanted to be with did not want to be with me or didn't, you know, just, he didn't want to be with me at the time. He was with somebody else, you know? So things started, you know, we barely saw each other, me and Ed. One day I'm out at the bar drinking and I get a text message and it's a picture. Okay. Let me backtrack. I have somewhat of a photographic memory. Okay. Proud of it, but not really because it, sometimes when I need it to be photographic, it's not. And it's just photographic for no damn reason. So I'm at the bar and I'm sitting there and having a drink, talking to some friends. And I get this picture. I get a text message. Ed sends me a picture of the dog. I wish I could show you the picture. Okay, I'm going to try to paint the picture that I saw so you guys can like visualize. So everybody close your eyes and just relax and just visualize this picture. So it's a picture of a dog. It's a normal size picture. The dog has kind of got his head cocked to one side. And behind the dog is a small piece of iron lattice work. I recognize that house like that. I was like, I know exactly where this house is. It was the house around the corner from my house. And I'm thinking, you painted this house for your friends to move people from up north down here to live in it. How are you taking pictures of a dog that you have that grew up after we painted the house? So at this point in time, I'm getting really suspicious. And the angel on one side is like, yeah, you see what I'm saying? This is not the right guy for you. The devil's like, shush, be quiet. We're in a relationship. Shush, be quiet. We're in a relationship. So I have a few more drinks. I shouldn't have drank or driven anywhere that night. I get in my car. And when I tell you people that this house was literally right across the corner, right around the corner from my house, 
I pulled out of my driveway. I backed out of my driveway to the left. I went to the next street. I made a left. I went down to the next street and made another left. And the house was all the way at the end. Like, it was literally... I could have walked to the house. So, on my way home, I take a detour and I drive by the house. And can't... Don't... Let me tell you, that motherfucker's car was backed into the goddamn driveway. And I'm about to get a little bit, you know, stalkerish right about now. And I was like, what the fuck? So I go home and I'm like, okay, now I'm pissed. Now I'm like fucking like, what the fuck is going on? So Ed told me that he used to run a little business. He used to um, sell like body lotions, sex toys, shoes, whatever. That was his like little side business. And I go on Facebook, and I remember the name of the fucking the company. And I'm looking at all the information, and I see there's a woman running the company. I'm like, okay. And I look at the contact information. It's his damn fucking cell phone. I'm like, this motherfucker must have got me motherfucking fucked up. So I continue to look. I remember his nephew's name, and I continue looking, and I see pictures of his nephew with the dog. And I'm like, okay, this is starting to get really fucking sketchy. So at this point in time, I'm already fucking pissed. I've had too much to drink. I get back in my fucking truck, and I drive past the house again. It's hit, and I still can't see because it's dark out. And I'm like, this motherfucker, do you, I'm, when I tell you, I got home at three o'clock in the morning and I stayed up until about eight 30 researching and driving by this fucking house. And at one point in time, the angel on the one side of my shoulder is like, this man is turning you into a crazy bitch. And the devil's like, keep going. Stop it. You're in a relationship. Stop it. You're happy. So I'm like, okay. So I finally go home and I'm like okay I can't keep driving past this house because if somebody is up they're going to notice this truck keeps driving by so I went home and did a little bit more research let me tell you ladies I went completely psycho at this point in time I went home and I cut my nails off okay I have real nails that are French manicure they look like French manicures I went and I went and clipped those nails down filed them down I went and put my hair back in a bandana. I put some sneakers and socks on, some leggings. I put on a bra and a tank top and a t-shirt. And I was going over there. It was 8.30. I got, I was pacing my room because it was like 7, it was like 8 o'clock. I'm pacing the room and I'm thinking, what the fuck is this man doing? What the fuck is this man doing? And at 8.30, I got into the fucking truck and I drove over there. I was ready to whoop some ass. I'm not even lying. So I get out of the car. First of all, rule number one, ladies, don't park your car in a place where it can be blocked. I parked my fucking truck on the side of the road running with the hazards on. I didn't pull it into no fucking driveway. I get out of the fucking car and I even leave the damn door open. I get out of the car and he comes walking down the the fucking the front yard to me. He goes, hey, what's up? I was like. Can you please explain to me why the fuck your, your car is backed into this damn driveway? He goes, I got family here. Don't start shit. For anybody who knows me, I date white men. I'm a black girl and I date white men, okay? So this motherfucker got real salty with me real quick. And I I was like, "Mm -mm, I'm not the one. And I was like, what family do you have here? And he was like, my sister lives here. And I said, how long has she been living here? Two weeks. Are you serious right now? And his excuse was, my sister don't like black people. I don't give a fuck if she don't like the hair coming out of my armpit. You are not going to sit here and fucking lie to me. So I was like, okay. And then he tried to touch me. I was like, "Uh uh-uh, don't put your hands on me. So I get in my fucking truck and I go home. The next day he comes over. 
He goes, are you mad at me? I said, yes, I'm mad at you. What the fuck? He goes, my sister doesn't like black. I said, I don't care. I said, that's bullshit. Why the fuck are you going to lie to me? Why do, Why are you over here and I've barely seen you like all week? That's some shady ass fucking bullshit. So I caught him lying about his daughter, which is really fucked up. Like, ah. So, you know, whatever. I stayed with him. Yes, I did. Because I was settling. And at that point in time, I figured no one else is going to want me. So I might as well stay with this man who doesn't beat me. Who doesn't talk down to me. Somewhat takes me out. And I'm okay. I really was fucking miserable. But I stayed with him anyways. Because what was the point of being with somebody... What was the point of trying to find somebody that really wanted to, I really wanted to be with when this, you know, low life was fucking just right here. So, you know, we dated for another half a year, half of a year, because we were together for a year and a half. So the last half of the relationship, it was Valentine's Day or my birthday or something. It was Valentine's Day. And this motherfucker gave me a stuffed heart. Okay. First of all, at this point in time, I was 33 years old. Th- no, 33? 30, 32 or 33, I can't even remember. And you bring me a stuffed heart. And it wasn't like a big stuffed heart from like, you know, Walgreens or CVS. It was a little cheapo stuffed heart from Circle K. And at this point in time, I'm like, I'm fucking 30-something years old. What the fuck do I need with a stuffed heart? And I told him... I broke up with him the next day. I was like, you know what? You Let me know when you want to come get your shit. I'm done with you. I'm fucking done with you. He, you know, he was probably married. Probably. Because several people have told me when supposedly he was out of town visiting his daughter that they saw him riding around in the car with somebody else. And the car that he said he sold was parked in this damn driveway when I went over there. Like, I'm not fucking stupid. You may think I'm fucking stupid because I don't say shit, but I know a lot more shit, you know? And and this brings me to the point of, you know, if you have a girlfriend, men, if men, take a listen, if you are with somebody and a girl confronts you about something that she has found, tell the truth, tell the truth, tell the truth, tell the truth because if she's asking you this question she already knows the answers to it and she's just seeing if you're gonna lie to her i'm being honest i'm being honest that is the truth if some if you are with a girl and she's like i found this and this and this what is this and you lie she already knows the truth and you are just setting yourself up for failure because now you have lied to her because she knows the truth and she's not going to trust you as much as you thought she was trusting you You know, just tell the truth. Women, we are like, we are probably better private investigators than the FBI. Because when somebody, when we feel like we're being, being done wrong, like someone's dirtying our name, you know, doing dirty shit to us, shady shit, we get, we get to fucking looking for information we didn't know we could find. (laughs) Like, for real, you know, it's true. You know, it's true. You know, it's, it's like. You have to, like I said before, if you're in a relationship with somebody and you want to step out, you know, men, let me, let me give you a little bit of information. When you are in a relationship with a woman and you, for some reason, find it tempting to sleep with somebody else, when your girlfriend finds out that you're sleeping with somebody else, 
that by you sleeping with somebody else, you're telling your girlfriend that she's not pretty enough for you. She's too fat for you. You're not attracted to her anymore. And that shit fucking hurts. That's not just, you know, some blase, blase bullshit. That shit gets down to the core because women love a different way than men do. And men need to understand that. Women love emotionally. That's why women get attached emotionally when they have sex more than men do because that's how they need to be loved. They need to be loved emotionally. And when you step out on your girlfriend, you're telling her that she's not pretty enough, she's ugly, she's fat, you're not attracted to her anymore when you step out. And let me tell you, sleeping with somebody physically, you know, sexual contact and texting somebody, that they're both cheating. Okay, emotional and physical is still cheating. If you are in a relationship with somebody and you have things that you want to talk about and you find comfort in another woman, you're cheating. I don't care if you're just fucking talking about some random ass bullshit. You're confining in another woman your most deep, deepest secrets, especially if you are in a relationship with somebody you've been in for like years. You're cheating, period. I don't give a fuck. If you think it's not, you are. Just don't do it. Because... An emotional bond can sometimes be more devastating than a physical bond. It really can because you have decided that this other person gets your most intimate secrets and the person that you're sleeping with, sharing a bed with, trying to start a life with doesn't get it. It's still fucking cheating regardless. Just don't do it. If you feel that you need to step out physically on your girlfriend, then you need to sit down and talk with her and see what happens. Men are scared to ask the question of, hey... Do you think we can bring another female into the relationship? Like, this is what's going on in my head and I have all these urges and I don't want to cheat on you, but I don't know what else to do with it. Men are afraid to ask the question because they think their girl's going to say no. You may never know. You may find yourself a motherfucking freak. And she may be like, okay, we can do that, but here are the ground rules that we need to, to lay out before we bring another female into the relationship or even another male into the relationship. You know, with with the emotional, you can't, you, there's, there's no, there's no, hey, can I talk to so-and-so on the side? No. You can't have an emotional relationship if you're a guy with another female that could possibly lead to a sexual relationship because that's still cheating. Still cheating. You know, I was dating someone else after Ed and it was like two days later I was dating this other guy. And now that I think back of it, I think that it was, this was a rebound. It was a year-long rebound. I'm not mad at him. I think that he was seeing another girl while we were still together. I was not mad at him at all. And the reason why I wasn't mad at him is because I knew it was a rebound. I was just having fun, you know? Like, I did like Ed, but at the same time, I settled for that motherfucker. And I did not feel like, you know, now I just wanted to have fun. Now it was about me and having fun and doing what I wanted to do. And it was good. I had a good time with this other guy, and he's dating somebody else now, and I'm, we're still friends. And I hope he's happy. He seems happy. But I don't have the time to, like, be like, oh, I'm hurt. He was cheating on me, blase, blase. You know, that's, that is what it is. You know, but it's, it, like, it comes back, it stems back all to this question of what do I do with this information that I just found out? Like, I've been waiting all day to come home and talk about this. Like, like literally. I've been steaming and, like, you know, the the whole situation has been going back and forth in my head. And I'm like, wow, why? You know, I just don't understand. Like, I don't understand. Like, men, like, I, I really want to know 
why? Why, what is so appealing that you have to, like, sleep with somebody else? Like, is your girlfriend not good enough? Women have bad self-esteem to begin with, okay? Let's be honest. We see the magazines, and we see all these women who are, like, a size zero, blonde hair, perfect lips, all this stuff. That's not what a woman is. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. That's not, that's not perfect. That's not a woman. That is a Barbie doll. And we do not look like that, okay? Most women are size 14, you know? And I was watching the news earlier, and they're saying that size 14 has been classified as plus size. Fuck, size 14 is not plus size. Sorry. It's not, you know? And women have this this fake appearance of what they should look like and what men are after because of the magazines and everybody else telling them that they have to have a nose job they gotta have boobies they gotta have a nice butt you know i see all these women altering their bodies to please not themselves regardless of what they tell you to please everybody else to please the media to please the men that they're with if your man don't want you for every curve bump and loop that you have in your body then he is not the man for you I'm sorry, sweetheart. I'm sorry to burst your bubble. You need to move on because a man that really loves you for who you are is waiting, but you're too busy stuck up with this crack-ass motherfucker. You know, just move on. So when you step out on your female, this is the thing that goes through their head. I'm not good enough. He doesn't love me anymore. He doesn't think I'm pretty. He doesn't think I'm attractive. Why won't he sleep with me anymore? Is there something wrong with me? And you are doing more damage to a woman's psyche when you step out, when you cheat on them, than you actually really know. You think, oh, I'm just having sex with somebody else. No, that shit is some rough shit. And it it hurts. It fucking hurts. Regardless of whether you're settling or not. You know, you know, so men, if you get caught, just tell the fucking truth. Just tell the fucking truth. Stop trying to hide it. Because your girl already knows the fucking answer to the question. She has caught you in a lie. And now she's just gathering information to nail your ass to the fucking wall. Because eventually you're going to fuck up. And she's going to find some more information. And that's when it's going to be over and done with. That's when the crazy side is going to come out. And bitch is going to start throwing fucking bricks through your windows and shit. I'm telling you. Just tell the fucking truth. What is it going to hurt for you to tell the truth? She may get mad at you and slap you in your fucking face, but at least you're being honest with yourself and you don't have to keep lying to the poor girl. You know, just be honest. I th- I think cheating in general is, is, is fucked up, you know? How do those people who have 20, 30, 50 years stay together? Because they have a conversation. They have communica- communication. Communication with your significant other is the best and most valuable tool in any relationship that you can have. You know, because if if you want to explore other things, you have to talk to your partner. You can't expect your partner to know exactly what's going on in your head. You know, last time I checked, I'm not clairvoyant, nor do I have a crystal ball that I can see into the future. So if there's something going on that I need from my significant other, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to talk to him. Be like, look, this is what's going on. I don't know where to go from this. We need to talk about this. How do you feel about this? You know, is this, you know... Because the minute you start talking about things with your significant other, it's not that bad. It's not as bad as you think it is. You will be surprised at their answer if you actually sit down and have a conversation with them. You know, so at this point in time, I'm just kind of like, kind of like, 
like I'm speechless as to what I should do with this information. Like, I don't want to be that person. Like, I don't want to be labeled a snitch or a rat. But at the same time, it's like, if someone if if someone found out that my significant other was fucking around on me, I would want to know because that's when all bets are off. We going to have a conversation. We going to sit down. We going to talk about this. And I want to know why, you know, because at this point in time, you need to pack your shit and get the fuck out of my house. There is no if, ands, or buts, you know. I just don't know what to do with this information. I don't know how to approach it. You know, the person who told me, she told me because she didn't want to be the only person holding on to the secret. And I'm like, I don't want the secret. I don't want it. I want you to take it back. And I don't want to know shit because it's just wrong. But then again, I personally don't know what's going on in the relationship. So I can't say why he's doing it. But there still is no reason to cheat on somebody. If you feel that you don't want to be with that person, you sexually are not attracted to that person anymore, you need to leave. Just leave. Don't break their heart or break their self-esteem and cheat on them. That shit's not cool. It's not cool at all. So men, if you if you if your woman approaches you about some shit that they found, tell the fucking truth. Women, keep on being those extra awesome fucking, you know, detectives and scrolling through Facebook. Like I had my psycho moment with Ed. I won't ever have that psycho moment in me because that shit scared me. I was like, this is not me at all. This is not the person I am, and I'm not going to let some man get me to the point where I'm that upset that I have to fucking go stalking by people's houses and fucking driving by, and sh- I don't have time for that. Nope. 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 I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it at all. So, the next person, like, if I'm in another relationship and they decide to cheat, I'm going to take some deep breaths. I'm going to ask them why, and if they can't give me a reason, I'm going to tell them, look, you've got two hours to pack your shit and get the fuck out of my house. I don't ever want to see your face again. You nasty fucking skank. Men can be skanks. Just, you know. I, just, I can't. I'm, I'm not willing to put myself in that fucking frenzy. And get all depressed. And fucking sweating. And, you know, give myself an aneurysm over some fucking dude. Not happening. But women... We just, you know, I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I have, I've been sitting on this information all day and it's bothering me. Like it really is bothering me. But I don't want her to know that it's coming from me because I don't want her to approach me and ask me information because I have no proof to give her. The only thing I just, I don't know, you know, I, I apologize. This podcast is a little bit serious and, you know. There's a lot of cussing in here, so, you know, adult content. Disclaimer. I always do that shit at the end of the fucking podcast. I don't think about, oh, you need to say it now, you know. But I'm I'm just, I'm just dumbfounded sometimes at the amount of disrespect that men have for women. Like, I really am. Like, you know, please keep in mind, men, we give birth to your children. You know, without us, you wouldn't even be here. And it's just, it's just really difficult sometimes for me to, to fathom things that are going on. And I really want to talk about this today because it was bothering me all day today, you know, and work was just fucking crazy. Like it really was fucking crazy today. And I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm tired. We had this conversation the other night, the last podcast. I'm tired of working. I really am. 
If anybody knows of any ways that I can make some money from home, hit me up. You know, follow us on Facebook and let me know because I'm just, I'm tired. I don't want to do anything anymore. Like today, I was up at freaking 11 o'clock, okay? And in my head, you know, my significant other's like, oh, I didn't take the dog out. Okay, I'm going to. I fell asleep again. And I didn't wake up until like 2 o'clock. And I'm like, fuck, I gotta get ready to go to work. I didn't take the dog out. I got home. Bless his little heart. And he had pooped all over the floor. And it was liquid poop because my significant other decided to give him chicken because he didn't think there was any dog food left. So I walk in the house. I'm like, what is that smell? I look around. There's poop. I'm like, ugh. Ugh. And I'm like, fuck. Now I gotta clean up poop. You know, and I texted him. I was like, please don't give the dog chicken anymore. Like, he liquid poop all over the fucking floor. We have carpet. So, you know, I cleaned up what I could. But I needed to come in and do this podcast before I forgot everything that I wanted to talk about tonight. And I just, you know, again, guys, just be honest. Women, be honest. Don't let anybody bring you to the point where you have you have lost your mind. You know, don't don't pull a me, <laughs> don't pull a deviant kitty and go stalking on Facebook and driving by people's houses. That's not cool. <laughs> I still can't believe I, I laugh about it now. But at the at that in the moment, I was heated. I was heated. I was pissed off and I was not leaving there without a good fucking reason because this motherfucker was cheating on me, you know, and I didn't appreciate that, even though I settled for him. And that's and that, and that's the part that gets me. I was still upset at this motherfucker for cheating on me, but I settled for him. So what did I expect? This was this was what I was supposed to be getting in return. This was my karma. You settled for a motherfucker and a motherfucker did you dirty and now you're upset at the motherfucker who did you dirty because you settled for him? Come on now. Makes that doesn't make no sense. But at the time it I didn't it didn't need to make sense. Someone was going to be cheating on me. I was going to fuck someone up. That was all that was in my mind at the time there was you know and it just I don't know today's been a fucking crazy day and you know everybody who listens to this podcast I just want to say thank you I have a total of nine followers now and I appreciate every single person who follows my podcast it means the world to me that you are willing to take you know, the hour or the 45 to 35 minutes that I have to talk about some shit that's going on in my life and you listen to it, you know, please, I am a pro member now. So if you want to leave a comment, please don't hesitate to leave a comment. I would really like to get some feedback from my listeners, you know, the deviant nation, as I like to call the listeners. So please, you know, share the podcast. Some of it's boring. I don't know. Is it? You know, I, I, there's no feedback, so I don't know if there's something that you want me to cover or talk about or you want my opinion on something, please don't hesitate. If you don't want to leave a, com- a comment on SoundCloud, you can definitely leave it on the Facebook page. Go and like the Facebook page. You know, it's the DB and Kitty Experience. And the web address for that is www.facebook.com forward slash the deviant kitty experience all one word no spaces between the deviant kitty experience share that you know like that you know leave comments on facebook i also have the same podcast that i have on soundcloud i have now uploaded to castbox 
um, the Deviant Kitty experience. So if you're not, if you don't frequent the SoundCloud as much as you Castbox, you can find the podcast on on Castbox. Cast oh, that's a tongue twister. So either way, you're gonna find them because as soon as I'm done uploading them to SoundCloud, I upload them to Castbox. So please, you know, take the time, share it with your friends, tell your friends about me. Um, I just want to say thank you again, again. It, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. It it brightens my day when I look at my phone and I see I got a new follower. Like it really makes my day. So, with that being said, thank you so much, you guys, for listening, and I'll see you next time.